for the people. You know, I do it for the people. <clears throat> much like much like Wu Tang, Steve, the forty and slip is for the children. Oh, I don't, I don't know this Wu Tang you speak of. I've heard of them. <laughs> you don't know who the Wu Tang Clan is? I've heard of them. <laughs> Katie, please tell me you've heard of the Wu Tang Clan. Of course, I have. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yes, I wasn't living in a Mandela Effect universe. No, they, nope. they, uh, they're they're musicians, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, if you played one of their musical things, I wouldn't. I would know it from some other musical thing. And I believe I want to say it was Old Dirty Bastard that got up and said that Wu Tang was for the children. And Wu Tang is definitely not for the children. <laughs> oh, so they're not for the children. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and neither are we, Steve. Pretty sure we're not kid friendly. There's no fucking Elmo here. I mean, unless you're selling one. Not right now. No, you haven't found one. Oh no, I know where they're at. They're just not. It's not something I sell this time of year. Oh Pretty yeah. Sure. You're going to be looking for them Tickle Me Elmo's? Yeah, I know where to find them. Yeah, those still hot? Sir, yes, they are. Really? For some stupid reason. Yeah. Every year. Uh, oh. It's a thing. Oh. So how's, uh, how's uh, this week of 2020 treating you, Steve? Same as every other Same, week. Just every other week. It's just you just go out, you do your thing. I do my thing. Yeah. You don't pay attention to the rest of the world. I could care less. Get, you could give there a There was fuck. a moment, you know, there was a couple of weeks where I was following, you know, all the press conferences and, you know, worrying a little bit about my health and safety. And then I said, you know what? Fuck it. So that's what I did. As you should. I mean, I wouldn't stay all serious all the time. I, well, you know, I, of course, you, you know... <clears throat> You hear the word pandemic and you get a little nervous at first. And then after yeah. a while, you're like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Let it take me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Steve. Ah, uh, everybody, welcome. This is the 40 and Slip, episode 153, The Fountain of Youth. Welcome. Uh, at some point, we'll get to that bullshit on anti-aging. We're not going to talk about the... Well, we will talk about the Fountain of Youth. A little bit. Tiny bit. Maybe Katie can tell us about how gross it was to taste the water again. We can go through that. <laughs> have you gone down there, Steve? You ever been to Florida? I have not. My wife lived there for quite some time. Have you ever been to White Trash Disneyland? No, sir. <laughs> Unless you're talking about sea. I'm talking about the whole state, not, oh. not the actual place. No, I've never been to Florida at all. Oh. Yeah, it's a it's a fucking experience, I can tell you that. <clears throat> we are planning it though, because my my wife lived down there for a while, for a year yeah. or two. And she said uh she'd like to go back and visit because when she was there she didn't do any of the touristy things because you know you live there. Right. So she wants to go back and see some of the things she missed when she actually was there. So. Yeah. Well, 
I'm not a fan. The the one time I did go down there and actually went to Disney, uh, Epcot, Busch Gardens, SeaWorld, like the whole shebang, I came away from it going, that wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. <clears throat> that was my big takeaway from it. Like, I, I thought that some of it was, was really interesting. I had a lot of fun, I think, at Epcot. Um, and Bush Gardens was kind of cool. Um, SeaWorld was interesting, but in retrospect, I, I'm, I, I wouldn't, I would have looked at it differently had I known what I know now about, uh, you know, the captive whales and shit, but <clears throat> I don't know. It's an interesting state. That's for sure. My grandparents were very fond of Bush Gardens. They would, they would go there every year. Yeah, that was their place. Uh, yes. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, my grandparents went to fucking what, what's that? Nashville. Oh, I love Nashville. They went to fucking Nashville every year. I don't know what you know what they did down there. What things they went to, whatnot. I just know that they went. They were into that shit. They're both past now. <clears throat> They're not with us anymore. They were probably hanging out at the honky tonks, man. The honky tonks? The honky tonks. What are you flicking a Zippo lighter over there or something? No. Oh. Huh. Just a fucking shark. It's not like you were clicking a fucking Zippo lighter or something over there. Um, I'll put it down. Yeah. I have to have something to do with, during a show. Why? You every week I have something. I don't why don't know. You, why don't you it's pick like up a, fucking heroin or something? Okay. Well, just, you know, I mean, <laughs> no, that's not going to work either. <laughs> Jesus. No. It's not uh, to be occupied, man. It's, it's, I don't know if it's a, a nervous habit or what, but. Yeah. It, uh, I don't know how it is in your neck of the woods, Steve. It's fucking crazy this weekend. It's the holiday weekend. So it's fucking nutso down here. Like last night, it was fireworks galore. And Una shaking like, oof. holy shit. No. Not, no, 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 nothing going on. No barbecues. No. Well, I'm sure, you know, people are barbecuing and shit. But uh, the only thing that happens around here uh, all summer long, but it's an all summer thing. So it's not like exclusive to this weekend. But yeah. the motorcycles go by constantly. Yeah. It's like Sturgis out there every fucking day. Katie's on the lake there. She's probably got tons of shit, that shit going on. Oh, yeah. How's that parade in, in uh, going on? They're they're headed that way. They're all lining up. <laughs> Are they going to be coming by during the show? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if they're coming on our lake or they're just staying on the other, but I've they're seen like a dozen boats all trumped out. They're ready oh, to a go. Trump parade. Oh, yeah, yes. wow. she's going to have a Trump parade. Are, any, like, are they all going to stay afloat? I, I wondered that. I was like, that'd be so funny if somebody comes and tries to sink I've, all the boats. But I've heard no. that you know some of them in one of the parades <laughs> there in Texas did not yeah. quite make it. I, I don't think that's going to happen here. It's a pretty peaceful community, so... Oh, oh, interesting shit that's been happening in this country. Uh, I, I, I try, I try to just at this point just block it the fuck out, like all the just all the bullshit, you know the 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 pol the politics stuff, 
it, it gets too much in the way of uh, me trying to deal, especially with people that I love. Like, because I'm, I'm a very middle-of-the-road kind of guy, and I tend to disagree with both sides. And <clears throat> when it comes up, I just... Uh, it just it makes my brain hurt sometimes. So I just I've I've really just had to let everything start to slide off my back and just forget about it and not even deal with it anymore. You know, fuck them both. Twenty twenty. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> this is the first election I've actually seen signs in people's front yards, and I'm sure you've probably seen them too. One of them says, "Any reasonable adult" or something like that. Right, right, right. And the other one says. Uh, None of the above. <laughs> yeah, from like from Brewster's Millions. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 it's, it's a very strange, strange time, and I, I don't understand it. I don't even know. I, I'm at a point where I don't even know how to process it. Because look, the 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 news organizations have really fucking fucked themselves. Oh yeah, they. they they've fucked up so many times that they can easily be called out on bullshit. And they're for another thing. A lot of them aren't doing their due diligence anymore. They don't care. They, they just, they want the story. That's it. Uh, so that really, you know, shot the foot of the, the press in my in my opinion it just the the way they've just been so blatant about it it's it gets to a point where it gets disgusting and that's not to say that the that what could be considered the people on the other side don't do disgusting things too i mean ladies and gentlemen i hate to break it to you but if you think that donald trump made all of his money doing everything on the up and up of course not. You've you're sadly fucking mistaken. You're he's just business, he's a businessman. He's going to uh, you know whatever opportunities work best for him. I, that's the opportunities going to take. I don't know a businessman that I, I mean I don't a, a successful uh, far into a businessman that hasn't gotten his hands dirty at some point. Absolutely. And that's not to say on a job site. <clears throat> you know. But that's the thing. It's it, it, like I said. It's gotten to a point now where it's just so absurd on either side that I just um 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 just like ah. So I had to just let it go and and stop because I I seriously just cut out way too many people out of my life for the shit that they say and do and. <laughs> I just ignore it. Yeah, it's a, that's that's it's a very hard thing to do though. Everybody is really vocal right now. Yeah, but I haven't been on that. Hey, what the hell? That is called a dog. I haven't been political in a lot of years. Yeah, and so I'll see the political posts and I'll see both sides, and I'll either in my mind agree or disagree, and I move right on. I mean, I just keep scrolling. It's not a big deal. Yeah. On occasion, I'll click through a link to a story, you know, to see what what it says. But generally, I don't even do that. So it's, 
I don't, I don't care. Yeah, it's, it, it, the, the hard thing for me is that I like being informed, but at the same time, I know that a lot of this stuff is going to just irritate me. So I just fucking let it go. Yeah. <clears throat> Fuck it. I'm not going to pay attention. Like this whole shit about him saying disparaging things about the troops. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the shit that he said about John McCain, I don't give a fuck what he said. I remember when he fucking said it. Like the the fact that 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 people don't remember that or whatever, that's like whatever. It's the people that are behind him, they're okay with it. So Fucking yeah, I, I was thinking to myself today, the other day when I'm driving down the road seeing Trump signs and Biden signs and whatever. Like, why? Why are you even putting those out in your front yard? You're not changing anybody's opinion. Oh, no. no matter what you say, I, if there are very few, I guarantee, in this election, undecided voters. Very few. This is one of those times in history that you're and one way or the so, other. Yeah, things are so polarized. Yeah. The question, I mean, I think the question is going to be who gets more people to the polls. I mean, who, whose base is more fired up? That's it. Yeah, it's, it's it's the only thing that's going to make a difference at this point. I would but suggest it, that we'll retain the current situation. That's my suggestion. That's what I that, think. That, oh, that's your prediction. Yeah, your prediction is that uh, we have another four years of Trump. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll be honest. I because don't know. Everything the other side is doing is just hey. fire is firing his base up. That's it. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Everything goes to, and I know they're not doing that intentionally. Obviously, they wouldn't. But it's not really firing their base up. There's a lot of people who are disgusted on both sides, and, and you know, it's not firing anybody up. If you're voting for a guy just because he's not the other guy. You're not it's a, it's a well, and then the other thing, and that's a problem. Yeah, I think that's the inherent problem with our system. If you're just voting for the guy because he's not the other guy, that's I, I think that's an inherent flaw in the fucking system. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know be, how we you fix can't it. be fired up. You can't be. I mean, you just can't be if that's all you're thinking about is well, he's not. Trump. Yeah. So I don't think that side is. is yeah, they're they're getting their way on a lot of other things right now. At least it looks so so in the news media. But that doesn't mean a damn thing. No. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and and again with the with the news media, it's you know, a lot of times you have to dig too much to figure out what the fuck's going on. You know, this this because there's so much going on. Uh, there's so much uh, subterfuge and shit with the the media. That a lot of it is so biased. It's it's a strange time. That's all I know. It's a strange time, and I I uh, I just try to yeah let it eh, carry on. I miss Walter Cronkite. I wonder, though, if we went back and looked at it, I, I don't think he was as opinionated, but I wonder if he, in some way, I, I've heard, going back and, and reading over some stuff, I've I've heard some stuff that he did have some opinions. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I don't think it was quite like it is today. The talking heads, I think, have destroyed the news. 
you know, the fucking the the little news personalities. It's it's just what the fuck you got going on over there? You getting a fax or what? <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right back. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Thanks, Steve. I'm glad, I'm glad I can count on you. Hello. Every Sunday. He's amazing, baby. I tell you. He's still, hey John, still what's on the air. Muted. He's not I'm, even muted. I'm in the... <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure, hold on a second. I'm in the middle of a, a, a live show. <laughs> no, she's... she's uh, there, I muted there him. There you go. I muted him. He, he won't be able to come back until I let him back in. He's in he the fucking podcast prison. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know anymore. It's too it's it's too much to deal with. So I just let it go because I got too many people that are that are in these polarized positions in my life. And I said, ah, "Fuck it, nope, I'm good. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck. I can't afford to. Yep. It's not worth it." I'm the same way. I have no fucks to give, and purging Facebook was a, a powerful powerful move. Yeah, I still see the. I still use it because of the like page, right? Um, because the like page is a fucking monster. I mean, it's just growing like crazy, and I have to keep my other page active because that's the page that created it, right? Or uh, the account that created it. Um, so I just, I, I, I've gotten to the point now where I don't know what I'm gonna do with like my personal page. I want to. I still want to post stuff to it. But I just, uh, I wound up getting into it with people, and I was just, uh, it got so bad. Like, people telling me that I, I know better and I should vote for, I had somebody tell me that I should know better and I should just vote for Biden. Hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you serious? Like, you're just going to tell me that I should go against my own good conscience and do something just because you think it's the right thing to do. Right. Let me unmute you there, Steve. There you go. You're unmuted. Yeah. That's, yeah, you can try that. Didn't I not mute? Did I not no, mute you myself? Didn't. I tried to. I that, that time you did. That time you succeeded in hitting the mute button. The other times oh. you did not. <clears throat> So you could have just listened to that whole conversation? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's not good because that was... That was a bad one. Don't I'm, glad I, I'm glad I muted it early on. No, it's somebody giving me a little tip. For tomorrow, yeah. so. Good. <clears throat> Got to make that money. Yeah, make that money. Make that money, Bob. Uh, Steve, why don't we... Uh, we got some news tonight? We do. Let's do the news. I had to poo-poo the one story that... Oh, look at you, you rat bastard. Rat bastard. Oh, I like it. (laughs) Where did you get that one? I've had that one. Anyway, the the one story was from 2017, and I think we actually did it on the show in 2017. So we had to... uh, to remove that one, but we do have some good news stories. The first one, oh. Katie Katie dug up for me this week was 
flat earthers end up in quarantine after sailing to the edge of the world. Ooh. Yes. This is from vice.com. Narnia style? I don't know. We're going to find out. After 2020 put a stop to a planned uh, flat earther cruise to Antarctica. Well, that would have been great. (laughs) Her passengers hope to find the... ended like the thing I'd been down. (laughs) They hope to find the giant wall of ice they believe surrounds our flat disk of a planet. One Italian couple took matters into their own hands. The man and woman, both from Venice, set sail towards Lampedusa? I don't know. Lampedusa. Sure. Yes, an island between Sicily and North Africa to find the end of the world, which they believe is near the Sicilian island. don't need to look far. It's this year. Yeah. Having sold... Oh, my God. Having sold their car to buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just buy one of them cars that becomes a boat? <laughs> in Termini Immerse, a small town in northern Sicily, the couple had to, or had set, excuse me, the couple had to sail around the island to make it to Limpedusa. To Limpedusa? What? Yes. Oh. Which in the last decade has been a common transit point for migrants and refugees trying to make the treacherous journey from Africa to Europe. Unfortunately for the uh, flat earther duo, they didn't quite make it to their intended destination, ending up instead on Eustica, an island situated just northwest of where they set off and a very long way from Lampedusa. Right. Yes. So they never made it. A, a so doctor. they, so they can't, they couldn't prove uh, that. So the the first thing that they tried to prove the Earth was flat proved that it was round, mm-hmm. and 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 now they tried to go to see the ice wall. Yes, and they couldn't even make it. No, because they to Antarctica. So when when they. Uh, got to this small island that wasn't the island they were trying to get to, a doctor of the Maritime <laughs> Health Office of the Ministry of Health, Salvatore Zucchini, helped a couple after they got lost, revealed that they were using a compass to navigate. This, he said, presented a problem. Well, yeah, because of flat earthers, compasses shouldn't work, right? The funny thing is that they orient themselves with a compass, an instrument that works on the basis of terrestrial magnetism, since you told the Italian newspaper La Stampa. I think I did uh-huh. that right. A principle that they, as flat earthers, should reject. The couple, of course, were taken into quarantine on Eustica because before they tried to escape, uh, being taken back to quarantine uh, and then trying and failing to escape once again. And then they had decided to stay and fulfill their required time in quarantine. So they escaped quarantine, got caught, got taken back to quarantine, and then tried to escape again, and then decided to stay in quarantine. <laughs> wow. But a couple abandoned their doom boat and took a ferry back to the main one. That's like a, a dumb version of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> this story uh, represents yet another setback for the Flat Earther community, widely mocked for their belief that the Earth is in fact flat and not round. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's a another story. Oh, we have one other one. We have, 
too. This is from BigThink.com. Never heard of it, but it's a pretty cool story. Big Think. So, yeah, this one popped up on my news feed this week, so I thought oh. we, we ought to talk about it. Octopus-like creatures inhabit Jupiter's moon. What? Claims space scientist. Yes. A space scientist? Did he watch the Europa report? I think it was actually a a female. Uh, Yeah. A British scientist named Professor Monica Grady recently came out in support of extraterrestrial life on Europa. Europa is the sixth largest moon in the solar system and may have favorable conditions for life under its massive ice. The uh, moon is, of course, one of Jupiter's 79 moons. They got some moons in Jupiter, over at at Jupiter. Jupiter's hoarding some fucking moons. The life would not look human, but more like an octopus, and is likely residing in the cold waters under the moons. Like those things in that fucking Amy Adams movie? I don't know which movie you're referring what to. Fucking, what was the name of that goddamn I movie? No, even if you told me. Oh, shit. Where they, they talked with the fucking things on the, the, the squiggly line. I don't fucking... They were octopus things. Arrival? Yeah, Arrival. That's it. Uh-huh. Grady, a professor of planetary and space science and chancellor at Liverpool Hope University. Are they going to teach us to spoiler alert? Spoiler alert. <laughs> thinks that there's a great likelihood of undiscovered life somewhere in our galaxy. Uh, she also supposes that deeper caves and cavernous spaces of Mars could be harboring some subterranean creatures like bacteria there to escape the solar radiation. They could be getting water from the ice buried deep down. Now, to- Dean, I'm going to correct you. Jupiter is not a whore for moons. Jupiter is a moon pimp. And that's yeah. the way it is. I think I, I think I'd have to agree with that. <clears throat> anyway, she thinks life uh, forms on Europa, three hundred ninety million miles from Earth, could be higher in sophistication than Martians, Martian bacteria. I'm down with life on Mars, Steve. I've read me some John Carter. Possibly having the intelligence of an octopus. Yeah. yeah. Octopus is pretty fucking smart. Mm-hmm. You ever seen them little bastards? Oh, they are smart. They can get themselves out of a jar and all sorts of shit. I've seen yeah. them. Mm-hmm. They're crazy little bastards. Uh, Grady uh. thinks that our solar system doesn't have to be particularly special, and that statistically speaking, as we explore other stars and galaxies, we should be able to find conditions for life. What does the ancient aliens guy think? That's what I want to know. I don't know. But I can tell you what Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks. Of the of the octopuses on Europa? Well, Neil deGrasse Tyson wants to go ice fishing on Europa. Uh, he said that for a while. Yeah. He said that he's a he's he's a wacky guy, that Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'd love to talk to him. Well, he's a hot shit. Somebody on that right now. Katie, he, uh, he is a hot, Neil deGrasse Tyson for yeah, us. Yeah, give us fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson, Katie. What the right. fuck? He isn't doing Cosmos anymore. I could give it a try, but I'm certainly not making you any promises. <laughs> I got Tom Reed and fucking Melanie. I mean, Jesus, step up your game. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that is the news. That's the whole fucking news? That's it tonight. Oh. <laughs>
you gotta be, point. You gotta, you gotta feel good. I actually, the last two weeks, have come up with a story all on my own. I know you have, but I'm still and disappointed because you don't fulfill the quota, Steve. Much like uh, my news has a quota, much like the police force, you know, Three it's stars. unspoken. My quota is unspoken, much like the police force, Steve. <laughs> For news. No, you don't have to go out and arrest people, Steve. Just news stories. That's it. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't plan on <clears throat> arrests. No, you're not going to take one of them blue lights you found at a yard sale and throw it on the car and play Starsky and Hutch with your brother? No. That's just dumb. Yeah, it is pretty dumb because you'll get fucking arrested. <laughs> what if I pulled over, you know, like an off-duty cop or some shit? Yeah. Because yeah. that's my luck, you know. I was, exactly. uh, the first I, was, I never pull over is an off-duty cop. Dude, I was watching uh, videos for a while. I, I get lost in YouTube loops. But one of them was... Uh, uh, videos of guys that they arrest who are impersonating officers. Oh my God, what a unique jackass these people are. Holy shit. Wow, is all I got to say. It, it just, I mean, so self-righteous they're literally arguing with the the police officer as they're impersonating a police officer <clears throat> i couldn't believe it this the, the depths of the ignorance of some of these people it's fabulous is it, is it just to feel a rush of power or some shit i mean what why do they do it in the first place. I, I, I watched one like that, and that's where I got the idea of pulling over and under or an off-duty cop because that's what the kid did. And it's like he couldn't answer any of the questions. You know, any cop would know. Yeah, I don't. I I, I don't know what the the appeal is for that shit. Why people? Why anyone would want to do it? I mean, there's that whole hero complex bullshit. Yeah, I'd be afraid that I'd pull over either the off-duty cop or the one guy who had the gun that wanted to shoot the next cop to pull him over. You know, that's, yeah. that would be, no, especially in this, you know, environment. This climate? Doing, yeah, I ain't doing it. Yeah, you stay, staying away from that shit, are you? I hung it up. I, I hung the old uniform, the officer dangle uniform up, and I'm not using it at all. No, never again? Not even, I didn't even <laughs> Not even the first time. Oh, shit. Anywho, let's get into our uh, topic of the night. Old, uh, the fountain of youth, anti-aging. The field of anti-aging. I, uh, it's uh, no secret for anyone who listens to this show that I'm a, a Joe Rogan fan. And he talks to a lot of people about uh, anti-aging. Um, so uh, I thought it'd be good if we went down this road. Uh, as far back as the 5th century B.C., there have been tales of a mythical spring that restores the youth of anyone who drinks from it. It has been endlessly sought after throughout history by nearly every culture. Finally, in the 1500s, the Puerto Rican governor, Juan Ponce de Leon, went searching and supposedly found the now-famous Fountain Wait, of Youth. 
His first name isn't Ponce? That's fucking Juan, dude. I didn't know that. I always called him Ponce. I can't believe you didn't know his first name was Juan. Jesus, Steve. <sighs> Anywho, in southern Florida. It was a big story at the time and a political move for Puerto Rico. While the exact location of this fountain of youth has been lost to history, of course it has, uh, you can still visit a tribute spot in St. Augustine that has been assumed to be the famed spring since 1860. They take you through a cheesy tour. <laughs> Do they take you through a cheesy tour, Katie? Oh, it's like cheesy to the max. <laughs> <laughs> and end with a shot of shitty sulfur water <laughs> with the mythical promise of energizing youth. Uh, modern humans still have the same desire today. Uh, to halt the effects of aging and have eternal youth. But with science and technology advancing, the anti-aging market has become a lot more complicated than the simple glass of sulfur water. Yeah. How was that, anyway? I remember everything in there being super cheap. Like, the little historic tour they took you through was, like, a line at Disney World with, like, cheap little props and it was just so cheesy yeah. and i was so excited for it as a little kid like that was like my selection <laughs> of one thing we do on vacation in florida and i was so disappointed like it was really really bad i, I was like i said like i was saying earlier i was more impressed by like the animal stuff like the zoos and stuff that we went to down there when i went than the actual amusement parks so it's it, it's a weird place but um so, the uh, the different types of techniques that they have, uh, <clears throat> Steve, this is for you, Steve. I want okay. you to pay attention because you need some anti-aging. Oh, right? yes, I do. My, my son says I just have to shave my head and my face, and I lose, like, 15 years. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't mean to, to clear really my throat anything. into the microphone for those of you who are very sensitive to that shit. Uh, uh, young blood, uh, back in June, 2015, a Ted talk was given by Stanford biologist, Tony Wiss, Weiss, Curry. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correct about his research of anti-aging in mice. He called it an absolutely amazing development in aging research. His work with mice showed that if he took the proteins and plasma from younger mice and gave it to the older ones, it would dramatically reverse the effects of aging in them. The implications of that are both exciting and terrifying. What kind of awful new child trafficking black market will this create? Or has it already, for that matter? <clears throat> to date, only one limited human trial has been performed to replicate the mice research, and it has been less than successful so far. Many scientists have picked up the research, but it seems to learn lean more in the direction of helping to heal faster rather than anti-aging. I've heard about that. They uh, they use it. Uh, wasn't that what Lance Armstrong got nailed for, like recycling blood? Um, I don't know about him, it but I know there young, was a it baseball. Young, it wasn't young blood that he was doing, though. But it there was, was a, a blood big thing. baseball scandal with it for sure. But I don't with, know about with young Lance. blood. Uh, with not necessarily young blood, but blood stuff in general. Yeah, because they do blood doping. Yes, and I know a that. few doctors but, have gone down for it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, 
then there's more blood. Uh, Kim Kardashian, if I could fucking talk tonight, Jesus. Kim Kardashian made famous the vampire facial. She had her own blood drawn and then topically injected into the surface of her of the skin on her face. It was a fast trend, promising to smooth fine lines and improve skin tone and texture. While it is still a popular treatment, Kim has since stated it was super painful and she would never do it again. Really stupid. <laughs> uh, another uh, golden fountain, uh, Steve. This uh, one, this like one, you should, this one you should like, Steve. Uh, another popular anti-aging method that has been around for millennia is urine therapy, Steve. It is like a golden shower. Also known as... <laughs> Historically, it was thought that drinking your own urine would be a burst of energy and have a healing effect. In modern days, and I mean today, you can find forums that talk about using your fresh morning urine as a facial to fight discoloration and age spots. The same theory no. can apparently be applied to breast milk and semen, Steve. No. Oh, breast milk, maybe. But semen? No. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, bee venom. I've heard about the bee venom shit. Yeah, I have to. Uh, the Again, anti... No. Yeah, no. The people that want to sting themselves, fuck that shit. I hate getting stung. Uh, the anti-inflammatory properties of honeybee venom is thought to boost collagen and reduce the appearance of wrinkles. Now, don't go putting bees on your face. The method is in extracting the venom and putting it in a facial cream. Okay. That one I didn't know about. I knew about the uh, the getting stung by them. Yeah. It has been popular and expensive celebrity trend for years. There is extremely little scientific research on it, and results really only have about 10 to 30% success rate, which is also extremely subjective, which means... Apparently, that cream, too, is super, super painful. Like, really? I watched some beauty blogger who, like, bought one to try it out and review it, and you were supposed to leave it on for five minutes, and by, like, a minute and a half, she wanted to take it off so bad and she was, like, crying and only made it to four minutes. And then she stood in front of an air conditioner for, like, half an hour afterwards. Yeah, no. Wow. Yeah. And it was just a cream. Just a cream. Huh. That's interesting. Uh, you should like this one, too, Steve. I think this one's right up your alley. Snail secretion. Uh, using snail slime for anti-aging purposes can be traced back to ancient Greece. Back in the 1980s, the idea was brought to popularity by workers on a snail farm in Chile who observed that their hands were softer, smoother, and more plump from handling the snails. Ooh. The idea plump hands. Did, have you? <laughs> the idea boomed again in the early 2000s, becoming a popular ingredient in Korean and American beauty products. Now you can go as far as paying $375 for a surgeon to directly inject snail mucus into your pores using microneedling uh, called escarglow facial. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, or you can save some cash and just let the little suckers crawl over your face for a few minutes a week. Uh, clinical trials have found some correlations of the slime having some anti-aging effects. In fact, these snail Not treatments seem to be the reason why 
hyaluronic acid is now one of the most popular ingredients in face moisturizers, also being the big ingredient in snail slime, Steve. Yeah. The fire facial, Steve. This is where you just burn your fucking face off, and you've got a whole new face. You stick it. Steve, what you do? I want to explain this one to you. you. You just take your face, you shove it in a fucking big hot bed of coals, Okay. You burn everything away. And you've got a new face. Sure, it'd be an improvement. Yeah. Uh, a popular anti-aging trend in China is, of course it's in China, <laughs> is fire facials. A cloth soaked in an anti-aging cocktail containing mostly alcohol is draped over your face and set on fire. It only burns for a few seconds, Steve. Only a few seconds. Before being extinguished, so not to actually burn the skin. Ancient Chinese beliefs tout it is it as relaxing and brightening for complexion, though there is absolutely no scientific support for this. And most, a lot of the shit that they believe in China, like what rhino horn makes your dick hard. Yeah. Uh, cryotherapy, Steve. You want to do some cryotherapy? Sounds so get frozen. I no. thought about trying this out just to see if it would help me. Right. Uh, in recent years, cryotherapy has rocketed into popularity for many reasons. It is heavily touted by Joe Rogan, good old Joe Rogan, for its healing benefits among him and his MMA peers. Rogan's favorite doctor guest, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, also supports it and even discussed data to back it up. The idea is that submerging into extreme cold temperatures produces cold shock proteins and nor epinephrine, which is like a cousin to adrenaline. The positive effects from whole body cryotherapy is a long list. It is an extreme mood boost booster. Some say the effect can last for days. Uh, it improves skin health, making it smooth and radiant. It promotes weight loss by promoting a healthier metabolism uh, through stimulation of your thyroid. It improves your immune system, circulation, muscle recovery, and even depression. Is there anything cryotherapy doesn't do? After 30 years of research, uh, yeah, no shit. Cryotherapy has shown zero negative side effects. Scientifically speaking, it is the most promising ca candidate. Oh, I was like, what the hell? You, you missed the space there, Katie, and fucked me up. Uh, candidate for real anti-aging possibilities. Uh, and uh, sensory deprivation tanks. Okay, another, that sounds wonderful. Another Joe Rogan uh, method. Uh, it is a dark soundproof tank that is filled with heavily salted water. The water is set to the same temperature as your body so that you float in it without any stimulation from sound, sight, or gravity. The benefits are largely thought to be psychological, but there are some healing benefits as well. Home tanks can cost between 10 to 30K, or you can pay about $50 to $100 an hour at a float spa. It is a popular treatment for stress, anxiety, and muscle tension with zero known negative effects. Yeah, you're you're going to close yourself in a tank of salt water. Yeah. And that's supposed to be anti-anxiety? It makes you float. No. Yeah. The salt in well, the water keeps you above the water. For some, well, here's the thing. I think for the people that are into it, who are okay with it, I think can be, it can be very relaxing and very uh, anti-anxiety. 
uh, like. Uh, but for people that would be in a high, go into high stress in that type of place, I think it could be a bad thing. But the, I, I do think those are good methods, the cryotherapy and the the uh, sensory deprivation. The only one on the list that I would consider might be the cryotherapy. The rest of them, hell no. No? Don't yeah. put me in a tank of water. It ain't going to work. First of all, I'm well, claustrophobic. So. They say that it's good therapy to help with people who are claustrophobic, but there are a small percentage of people who claim to hallucinate, actually, while they're in a deprivation yeah. tank. So that is a risk, and then obviously hallucinations can be traumatic sometimes. So there is that risk for sure. Not happening. <laughs> Come on, Steve. So it seemed to me that all these things are not real anti-aging, though. They just make you look younger. They don't actually make you younger. Not you know. Or, well, or I know. I know that the uh, the, your life. the blood therapy that they did on the mice actually did work. I I don't know that anyone's ever really gone into it with humans because of the whole idea of what it would mean. Uh, but I I know that that one that he did have good results with the mice. I mean that well, that's fact. And there is really hope if you think about that. There's a big difference between taking an organ out of somebody and drawing blood from somebody. There are ways to get young blood without torturing and abusing and killing children. So, oh, yeah. I mean, as much as you do think, oh, my God, there's going to be a black market for children's blood. I think that actually could be a little dramatic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I And I don't think that the effects are going to be so great that it's going to make sense to do it anyway. Right. It's going to be for more people. for extreme healing situations. That's when... <sighs> You have major wounds that you need to heal quickly. I think right. uh, it's going to be used for that sort of thing. Right. It'll be used for like uh, like MMA fighters or athletes who have right. like, you know, a pitcher pulls, his, pulls a muscle in his friggin' arm or something. You know, they want him, you know, back in action because they're paying him a lot of money. They're going to friggin' give him these types of treatments if they're available. You know, the things they're doing with stem cells are, are amazing. It's going to and at the beginning, remember what they said about stem cells it's from aborted babies and all that bullshit. And that's and and here's the thing: that's not entirely true. Right, of course. Like it's the, not. the whole stem cell issue, like most of the stem cell treatments that you can get, it's from stuff inside your own body. Right. They take the stuff out of you and then put it somewhere else inside of you. It's not from a, a you know an aborted fetus or whatever. It's That's another just, one Joe Rogan got, isn't it? He did that for his shoulder. He had uh -huh. stem cells, and it completely healed him. Yeah, he's well. He's. I think he said it. It did amazing things for him. Yeah. He's still got some issues with his shoulder, but um, he swears by that that shit. Um, and he just had Tyson, Mike Tyson, on. And by the way, Mike Tyson looks amazing. He's training again. Holy shit! Looks fucking incredible. Um, but awesome. he was talking about stem cell treatments um because you know he's doing that fight again and he you know he was like i realized you know how old i am you know but 
incredible what he's you know what what it's able to do for some of these people i mean look at fucking stallone and it it's it's been rumored that he was taking hgh to get fucking looking as good as he did for rambo again and he's in his fucking 70s isn't he he's an older man i know that for sure i mean he's not a young fucking buck anymore hang that shit up sly why don't you just direct some shit (laughs) She just why don't you just direct some action movies? He is seventy four. Holy shit. He wrote, directed, and starred in Rocky, Steve. Yes. Fucking crazy. I mean people forget that shit. You know, everybody's like fucking Stallone's like this dumb fucking actor. <laughs> fucking wrote. I don't know. Directed and starred in fucking Rocky. Wouldn't sell the script without being allowed to star in the, in the movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, and anybody anybody who ever says to me that Stallone is a fucking shit actor, I, I fucking just go Copland. Call me when you fucking watched it. Until then, I have nothing to say to you. <laughs> the man, he's a, he's a brilliant actor. That's the thing that people need to remember. He's fucking brilliant. Uh I, I fucking love Sly. All that bullshit, the fucking, all the bullshit Rocky movies, all the fucking bullshit Rambo movies. I mean, just go back and watch the first ones. Those are the, that's all. I'm, the other ones, he was cashing fucking paychecks. Come on. That's all it was. But before that, there was some good movies made. Real good movies. The original Rambo is a, an amazing movie. You, have you seen that, Steve? The You've original never Rambo? Seen it? Yeah. I'm sure I have, yeah. Oh, such Back a good movie. Back in the movie. day when it came out, I, I'm sure I saw it. Such a good movie. Um, but, Steve, I wanted to talk about... Um, yeah, because of our good... something before the show, and then you were going to bring it up on the show. So is this it? Well, I got two things, Steve. Okay. I got two things. So I got two things. We'll get to... We'll get to this... Later. Stolen. This. We'll get to that later, Steve. But right now, uh, our good friend Bronx Johnny, I noticed a, I almost said a tweet, but I don't use Twitter, a post that he had made on Facebook about Action Park. Are you aware of Action Park, Steve? Action Park. Yes, in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, Steve, I, uh, for a time, went on this uh, rabbit hole on YouTube. There's a channel, Defunct Land. Oh, yeah, yeah. They go through all kinds of old uh, parks and shit and uh, talk about them. And one of the ones that they did was Action Park. I watched it a long time ago. Well, HBO just released uh, the documentary Class Action Park which is about Action Park because this place was a fucking disaster. By the way, Defunct Land, for those of you who don't know, is about old amusement parks that are defunct. Right, that are closed down, um, and it's about their history or whatever. Um, So if you don't have HBO, you can go on YouTube, and Defunct Land did a whole piece on Action Park, and it's very well done. Um. I went through this motherfucker, Steve. Holy shit. The stuff that they did, 
they had the he, they had this one water slide right that when it, it, it came down and went up and around and down into the, oh, the water slide a water slide okay and the fucking dude that ran the place that owned the place was just i can't what they call him uncle something what was his name i'm trying to find his name right now uh the owner of it uh eugene mulvit mulvahill uh, Never trust yeah. a man named Eugene. And they, call, they call, and the guys there called him Uncle. The kids called him Uncle Gene. He literally had an entire water park, uh, run by teenagers. Like they said that they said that like literally there were next to no adults running. It, it was like fucking. They said it was like crazy Disneyland for kids because there was no rules. But when he created this slide. He was paying kids a hundred bucks to test it out. Mm. <laughs> well, they found out that people were getting like scunned up and torn up to beat shit, knocked out. People were getting caught inside. Well, what, one of the things that they found out was within the, when they would get to the top of the loop before they perfected it, that they were falling down, losing teeth. They were knocking their teeth out. They were getting stuck in the slide, and then the other people were cutting themselves on the other people's team. They, this guy just literally, he worked with all the people that no one from like six flags or Disney or any of these reputable amusement parks would work with. So he was the, uh, what's his name? Tiger King of, of amusement. He was, he was the fucking tiger King slash Willy Wonka. watching this fucking thing i was like get the fuck up for one it was like this amazing trip back in time you know you're seeing all these fucking old hair you know hairstyles and you know people and it, it just the the feel of that time in the 80s oh it was so good if you get it if you have hbo max and you get a chance watch this documentary it's fucking great <laughs> worth every minute i put it on like as like a what the fuck i started it i got 20 minutes in and i thought for a minute i might just like turn it off and then i was sucked in i was gone for an hour and a half and you did this all based on a post by bronx johnny Bron- good old bronx johnny hmm. fucking bronx johnny i went down a rabbit hole i gotta talk to johnny and see if he wants to come back on the show I haven't spoken to him in a while. But yes, Steve, I came across this. So uh, my pretentious ass, um, at one point in time, Steve, uh, had um, delusions of grandeur. You remember when you had delusions of grandeur when you were young, Steve? I still do. Yeah, we all do. But mine aren't Uh, delusions. They're real. They're real. Yeah, they're, they're real. Okay, so... When I was young, I had delusions of grandeur that I was going to be uh, a poet. And you didn't know it? Yes. Something like that, Steve. Yeah, you know what? I had that same delusion. Yeah, did you? Did oh, you? Yeah, I, although, you know, I, I could tell you some of the poetry I wrote was really good. Yeah? Was it? Was it really good? Really good? I, my, I, can I quote one real quick? Sure. You fucking have that, Steve. My, my dog has fleas, but he says please. 
My cat is nice, but he has lice. Wow. I got me in a lot of trouble with my mother. Say that. <laughs> because she was afraid that the teacher would think that was true. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I came across this. I, uh, I seriously, at one point in time, thought that I would for sure uh, uh, write and publish things. Um, and never did. But I put together this, I, I was putting together a collection of uh, my writings, as it were. Uh, and I, uh, I put it together in this, this binder. And I called it this. Souls of the Happiness Merchants? Yes, Steve. Very well done. I'm glad you can read today. I'm glad I have you do the news. Yeah, yeah. So I put together all my stuff. All my on my poems into uh, into this uh, this little uh, book. Hey, shut your face! You're uh, a disgrace. See, we rhymed. Wow, look at you go! Look at you just fucking bouncing right off me, Steve. Mm -hmm. That's what you're for. Uh, so yeah, I I uh, I've decided that uh, I would uh, bring these to to light. I've never done much of anything with them. Um, and uh, I'm ready. You you ready mm -hmm. for for something? Uh, all right, Steve. Let me uh, let me see. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, find... <laughs> I'm not sure they could beat my dog cat poem, but yeah, I, I I might be able to. Um, I don't know. I I got some pretty deep shit in here. Uh, some of this is absolutely fucking horrid. Uh, some of it's like trite. Oh, here's one. Wait, hold on. Let me introduce this. And now, deep yeah. thoughts. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts with Chris York. Here's here's a here's a, a, a deep look into my psyche by Chris York. Here's sure. all my hopes and dreams being shattered like an egg on the fucking pavement in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh I wrote this uh I had written I, I wrote this one I think I, I, I initially I was writing it to my dad um and I just by the time I was done with it um I realized that I I hadn't um but anyway I'll I'll read it so I'll give you guys a a taste of this uh my horrid bullshit. Uh, I don't know how, how well, or if at all, it will come off. Uh, there are times I look within the light and dream my dreams unfettered free. I see the face of youth brought on a shining light of yet to be. You walk with me, you hold my hand and tell me it's all right. And though I see your eyes in me, I can't hold off my fright. In chains of purgatory born, these things I do not speak. You are my only heir, my boy, and your inheritance doth reek. They say a father's shadow casts upon his only son, and now I pass to you, my child, the darkness I have won. In truth and innocence we share a common thread to weave, and though our hearts have golden sheens, we seek only to deceive. In lust are born the passions of the sins we haven't lost. At times we'll wonder, gazing back, if it was worth the cost. A man is broken by the heart he shows for all to see. In time to find that all this time the future's not for free. 
in chasms wide and trenches deep, will stir our cauldron fires, brewing up in bubbly fr- oh god, that's awful, brewing up in bubbly froth the seeds of our desires. If only once we share the sky, a vision overhead. My only hope for you, dear boy, is that your soul's not dead. But time will wash us all away, and soon you'll be the one to take a moment of your life to tell your only son. Some truths are vacant in our hearts and sometimes hard to see. So when you tell him as he ignores you, try to think of me. He'll tug at your leg and cry in your arms and even slam doors in your face. And though it pains you from inside, you'll put him in his place. You'll think of times when you were young and you were mad at me and realize I had only tried to get young eyes to see. Through everything we have shared between us, a very special bond, through quiet moments watching TV or fishing on the pond. You'll walk in my shoes for a part of your life, no matter how hard you may try. Because, my son, in order to leave the nest, you have to be taught how to fly. A creature of habit is all we become if we never take hold of the reins. And most times you'll find, if you look deep inside, you're only to blame for your pains. So when you push him out of the door and tell him to flap his wings... Remember your first day out of the nest and remind him there aren't any strings. And know that someday far along when skies are colored blue, he'll face the things that we have faced and he'll look to you. But, very, very rhymy. It was very rhymy. Yes. Yes. I, I wrote a lot of rhymy shit, Steve. Uh, I wrote dark. a lot of... Some darkness going on in there, but... Oh, so fucking... Do you know me? I wrote a lot of fucking just there's a lot of just shit I I read through some of it some of it's just oh god I just I want to take a shit after I read it probably lucky that my lost book of poetry has remained lost (laughs) yeah I'm sure there was some good stuff in there I I wrote some music as well back in the day but yeah (laughs) I'm sure it's there's a lot of garbage yeah, uh, I mean, I I had a lot more than what's in there. Like, I, oh, God, I can't even tell you, like, the shit that I used to write to my fucking girlfriend in high school. Ugh. Well, there was a lot of, that's, that was all my poems, was to Marcia, basically, Ugh. back in the day. I wrote her, oh, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> I wrote her a fucking set of sonnets for her birthday. <laughs> I'm sure she appreciated it. No, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you get me? The things we do, young love, man. <laughs> Jeez. You should have done Oh, my. One of the poems I wrote to Marsha back in the day was something about roses and thorns and all this bullshit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good stuff. Oh. I, I I don't know. I thought I was going to be some fucking brilliant fucking poet. I wanted to be a novelist. I thought about that, too. Um, I mean, going out of high school, I, I wanted to go to college to be uh, an English teacher. Same here. My, uh, no, no, no. Uh, history. History. I, I to wanted to be an English teacher. Um, yes, Dean. Proper sonnets. Correct. I wrote her proper Sonnets. <clears throat> they had the the correct what's the correct uh I can't fucking 
I, I barely know what a sonnet is, but alone what a proper one would be. Dean will probably fucking bring the terminology up in two minutes. Oh yeah, he's already got it. He's, yeah, he's fucking. Uh, he's, I'm just waiting for the audio to get to him so that he can fucking type it. For fuck's sake! But yeah, I thought I'd um, bring those to the light of day. Um, I mean, I've shared them pretty much mostly with the people that I have close in my life, uh, but nobody. Nobody outside of that. Um, I'm surprised I was able to get through it without completely deuce chilling out. That one line fucking almost got me, though. Because <laughs> it's hard for me to, like, go over my own work. You know, especially, like, you know, just scans. What the fuck are you talking about, Dean? He's proud of me, Steve. Dean's yes, proud of me. Dean is proud of me. I don't know what he's proud of, but... Well, exactly. It was a it was a really good piece of writing. Some, you know, even you recognize while you were reading it that some. Oh, I recognize my douche moments. About ninety nine point nine percent of it was, and I enjoyed the whole thing actually. Um. Yeah. I. I. I mean, that's one of my more. Um, one of my more, uh, for me, beloved things that I wrote because it's about my boy. So. Um, Although I'm just glad mine is still lost. <laughs> Your poems are still lost. <laughs> Those aren't going to see the light of day. I don't know. They might be at my mom's house somewhere. I go back. Not. Oh, the other night I got douche chills. My son wanted to. He likes listening to some of the stuff that I did. Remember the parody shit that I used to do about fucking Todd standing. Sure. All the fucking movie parodies and shit. He wanted to hear one of them. The other night, so I had to search through the channel when he was here. I can't remember when it was last, but and uh, I started listening through some of that stuff, and some of it's really good. Like I had some brilliant ideas. Like I think, like at the time, like at the at the time that it happened when we were calling out Todd at that, it was perfect at that time. Sure, um, I go back and start watching some of them, and I just go, oh god. I really seriously did that. <laughs> well, I, I have the same feeling about the whole rat man and sea dog thing. We really did that. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh, that one's another, some of that stuff is, it's rough to get through, but there were some brilliant things in there too. The commercials we came up with. And, oh, that, you know, that that's probably the only good thing that we came up with about the rat man sea dog thing was the commercials. Now, those were good. The rest you know, of I came, it? I got, what, it was Harry Man Holmes and uh, the Harry Man Holmes Sasquatch stick structure and the the um, cigarettes, Skookum cigarettes. Fucking Skookum cigarettes. We just fucking beat the shit out of that thing. Skookum! Uh, I, I, I put it as a commercial on one of my recent, oh, recent last 12 months videos oh. on, on my eBay stuff. Oh, I threw it in there as a commercial. Nice. I, I thought about just throwing fake commercials in to my videos, and I talked to you about it, but we never yeah. went anywhere with it. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to work out something to do with my son. Like, we want to do some, like, some weird kind of parody, like, videos of, like, cryptid hunting, which could be interesting if we can pull it off. But, uh, 
Sometimes it's hard when you only get some little time to do stuff with your kid. I ain't got time to do shit. Yeah, no kidding. The original Sweetwater legend, Janine. So you could you could send my send him a hat. Yeah, I could make another one of these. They're they're a little bit tough to to do, but yeah. I know my I, my son my son wanted a Sweetwater Legend shirt. Eventually, I'm working on it. Yeah, that's what he wants. I'm not really working on it, but I'm telling. But I'm you're telling everybody I'm, that you're working on it. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you. Actually, I got a second uh, heat presses. So we had to clean out another hoarder house. Oh, and, uh, yeah. This one was a cleaner hoarder house. There was no like nasty food and shit. But there was a bunch of there was a bunch of good stuff in that place. It got a TRS eighty from that place. A Radio Shack TRS eighty, one of the original home computers, man. Wow. Yeah. I remember some of those old. I haven't I haven't had a chance to get it going yet, but I remember I remember using a fucking cassette tape. Yeah, this one takes cassettes, but it yeah. also takes floppies. Yeah. I didn't find a cassette player in there, but we haven't gone through all the shit yet. So I've heard it. I've heard that cassette tapes, like the, the technology itself, like it can keep it can hold a shit ton of information. You can even but record it's... you can record video on cassette tape if you do it right. And but the speed is so much that you'd have to have a really long tape to, to do it. Yeah, it's it's and it's 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 weird, but I, I'd heard like I can't remember how many Blu-rays they could put on one cassette tape if they did it under a certain format. It was crazy. But, yeah, it's... Eh. It was a fantastic it's, technology for its day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And whenever it got eaten up, you were pissed that you just lost your tape. I, I ate one up this week. I, uh, I got this really cool 80s boombox at a yard sale, and I was testing it. It was a Hitachi. Yeah. Was it the Hitachi that ate? No, it was this. It was a Sharp or something. And it eats tapes. I'm like, nah, fuck. But the other two that I got this week, they, they don't eat tapes, and they're pretty good. Oh, tough. dude, I remember when I got my fucking CD player. Oh. I have, I think it's from 88. It's a JVC boombox over there that I just picked up this week. What did I pay for that thing? $4. It's worth like two, $300, because of what it is. But it... It has a CD player on it. It's like from 1988. It's like it's old school, man. Oh yeah. But it won't. Remember when I got my first, my first, first CD player? I got. I was oh god, I was like 17 years old, and I remember they still had fucking uh, BMG and Columbia House. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Oh dude. Did you make the mistake (laughs) of what? Did you going to you know buy the one penny cassette and then? You know, I, getting cassettes wait, for the rest of listen, your life. Are you asking me if I, if I, you know, got a shit ton of CDs for a penny? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, Steve. The contract that was almost impossible to break. Jesus. Oh, my God. That whole thing was. <clears throat> I don't know how many people just took complete advantage of that. Like would have like they'd have it delivered to their neighbors, or they'd have like different names of people in the same house. Just crazy amounts of CDs. What uh, that was that was one of the original scams, Steve. 
The Columbia House scam. The original scams. See, that's what you should do. Get yourself some CDs. You sell them on uh, eBay. Oh, you should see how many I have. <laughs> the first warehouse had, well, probably 200. Yeah. It's too bad yeah. you don't have like a bull moose. No, we don't. That buys CDs. Yeah, there's nothing in there that's worth much. Anymore. It doesn't matter. It doesn't It You could use it as a way to um, just easily get rid of them for money. Do they uh, also buy DVDs and shit like that? Yep. Too? Yep. They come across a lot of that shit. Yep. Yeah, they do. A, they do a lot of the, a lot of that. That's how they started their business. They um they started out as like a, a CD and tape store, and one of the things that they did is that they would buy your used stuff and resell it, and they became huge really fast. And then they went into DVDs when DVDs came out, and then they went into video games, and now they do books, video games. Uh, board games, friggin' everything. Like it's it's a big store now. But I mean, still the majority of the stuff is uh, CDs, tapes, and movies. Hmm. So, but buy yeah, too bad you don't have one down by you. Oh no, because I, I mean, we've been cleaning out these houses, and you know, you come across that shit. I I donating tomorrow about two hundred cassettes. Wow. Because they're just not worth selling on eBay. I mean, they're two dollars, three dollars, something like that. Yeah, yeah. just not, not worth my time. I know yeah. some people, and yourself included, will sell something for a dollar plus shipping or whatever. Yeah, sometimes I will. I won't do that. So it depends. I mean, a lot of times I'll do it, like especially to get rid of stuff. Yeah, I'm looking to get rid of things. I was going through your store the other day. You sold. Yeah. <laughs> like, huh? Sold that for a buck. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, sure did. I will do that shit. But yeah, I'm gonna wrap this thing up tonight. Uh, this is Ben, ladies and gentlemen. It's Forty and Slip, episode 153, The Fountain of Youth. If you like this shit, uh, hit that little thumbs up button, or the love button, or the care button, or I don't know what else Facebook has there. There's Angry all kinds face. of buttons. Yeah, there's all kinds of little buttons they have. Just hit um, a button. Or a thumbs down button. I think they have one of those too. An angry oh, button. You can leave one of those. I don't care. Uh, leave a comment. Um, click the like button. Like the page. You know, join us. Um, go over and check us out over on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash the 14 slip or download us wherever you may find your podcast. We're pretty much everywhere. Go over and check out uh, Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. And as always, go check out our good friends over at High Society Radio. That's at gasdigitalnetwork.com and wherever you find your podcasts. I know they're pretty much fucking everywhere. Uh, until next week, I don't know what we're doing next week. I don't know what's on our docket, Steve. How about uh, octopuses on Jupiter? That could be just fucking octopuses in general. Octopi, I think. Or octopi, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, until then.